Hey guys, Jamie here. Thank you so much and welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat. We are going to be keeping it raw. We'll be keeping it real. There's lots of great stories to share, lots of great learnings and lots of great experiences that we can't wait to get out to you. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Follow myself, follow the amazing guests we have on the show. Also, make sure you leave a beautiful review afterwards. And don't forget today to be hello, great. Hello and, and welcome to the next episode. Learn, grow, do, repeat with Jamie Tatino. Now we have a very special guest on today. Someone that we've uh, it's been we've been speaking about doing a podcast for a while now. Um, but it's purely my fault. You've always been like, let's do it via Zoom. Let's do it via Zoom. And I was yeah. like, nah, I want to do it in person. In person, but we don't actually have that capabilities right now. So we're uh, making it happen via Zoom. So he's the creator of the recently released Flow State Method, in alignment with his new book that he's launched, Living in Flow State. I met. I was about to say your name. I met him about five years ago now uh, in a network marketing company that he actually brought over to Australia from the US. Uh, and he spent about 15 years in the sports and fitness world, having written for many of the top magazines and being featured on a lot of the covers as well. He's worked with everyone from elite athletes through to everyday gym goers on all things nutrition, fitness, and mindset. We have Dave Nelson. Welcome, buddy. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you here, buddy. I appreciate it. We've been able to finally make the time, uh, but we're going to get stuck straight into rapid fire. Uh, and I know that you might uh, have some of these questions. Uh, you might have heard them before, but I've put in a few extra new ones for you just to shake it up a bit. Um, so favorite song right now? Oh, favorite song. What have I been listening to? I've been back on, I've just got an 80s playlist happening, you know, 80s, 90s, everything from Cranberries to Springsteen to <laughs> all the above, you know, from a bit of Rolling Stones. I'm like back in the 70s, that's probably 70s. It's changing it a bit. Yeah, I've gone back on the rock a little bit as well. Slash, gone on a bit of Slash recently. Um, favorite song to get pumped up to? Well, if we're going to speak um, the Stones, I would say Sympathy for the Devil. I think it's a badass song. It just gets you in this loose, rebellious <laughs> kind of, let's go get it. Just so. ready to take over the world. I love it. I love it. Favorite movie? I'll say Blood Diamond. Nice. Nice. Uh, favorite book? Favorite book? Oof. It's a tie between Shoe Dog, which yes. is a Nike story, yep. and um, you know my original OG favorite is the the Schwarzenegger autobiography, True. Total Recall. I think. Oh, there sure. it is. There it is. Epic in the background there. Oh, awesome, yeah. awesome. Uh, go to meal. Go to meal. Well, that I I my go to meal is I mix in a bowl, ideally a vegan protein powder, paleo muesli, blueberries, chia, coconut yogurt, coconut milk frozen berries, oh, wow. mix it all together, and it's got a good balance of carbs, proteins, fats, high in omegas, all your seeds. It's the super meal, and it takes me about 30 seconds to do it. It takes like dessert. <laughs> and it's got a little bit of that sweet touch to it, so you get a bit of a, a bit of a dessert kick as well. Exactly. I feel like I'm eating dessert three times a day. <laughs> good life, good life. Favorite TV show? Entourage. Yeah, nice. Biggest celebrity slash sporting idol growing up? Ah, uh, well... Arnold Schwarzenegger was one, but probably James Hurd. I was an Essendon fan for Australian. Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with him? I don't think he's overly um, in, in the. I think he's just coming out of his dark, dark period. But totally. um, like, he's an intelligent guy, so a bit of an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll find himself. And, yeah. and I've seen Chris Judd doing a lot of uh, cool things out there in the business world as well. I think he's got his own podcast and he's in the finance space. Finance, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one of the one thing that you hate or dislike can't say coriander. One thing I 
Food-wise, I, I eat just about anything. What don't I drink? I drink just about everything too. Sweet cocktails, if it's too sweet. That's about, yeah, anything too sweet. Well, I don't like lollies, actually. That's a surprising lollies. one. I can't eat lollies. Cannot do lollies. But I can I, eat blocks of chocolate. <laughs> the best. <laughs> can't do lollies, but can eat blocks of chocolate. I love it. Yeah, and ice cream. Oh, 100% ice cream. Funniest or craziest thing you've done? Oh, craziest. I think my whole life's been a bit crazy. Um, what's the craziest? Oh, probably just the, the amount of times I'll just pack up and, and relocate, whether it's America <laughs> or Noosa or overseas, you know. So probably... probably I, I have seen a lot of that in your... Uh, or since knowing you, and I'm like, wow, he just does it so quickly. And so, well, I don't know what it's like on your end, but for mine, I was like, wow, he's just gone again. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. I love slow. it. <laughs> hey? Feels slow on mine. <laughs> true, 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 true. What's your... Uh, Biggest pet hate? Just something really small that just gets you. Um, Karen. Karen. <laughs> Who's Karen? Politically, politically correct Karens that like to tell everyone else rules and, and just love reading headlines. They irritate me. <laughs> pet hate equals Karen. I'm like, is it, is it an actual person? <laughs> Karens. It's a description Karen. of personality oh. type. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Karens. There's multiple of them. Too <laughs> many. Australia is full of them. <laughs> <laughs> book or audio book? book summer or winter summer all day long yeah yeah sum up your mindset in one word i'd say enthusiastic and maybe creative one of the two okay. got to pick one uh, creative proudest moment personally and proudest moment in business um i'd say business oh it's funny I don't, i'm not overly proud of anything because i always think i should be doing better but i'd, I'd say i don't know if you're on the scene when we've had, you know, 2,000 odd people and Greg Plitt, my, you know, my childhood hero out at a big event and we had, mm. you know, over 2,000 people. That was a pretty special business moment. So I'd probably yep. say that's the highlight. And then um, personal, again, I wouldn't say I'm proud, but at the same time, you know, I think my resilience, you know, mm. bouncing back from, from falls has been um, pretty quick yep. and, and I haven't lost confidence or enthusiasm. So I'd say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm proud of that, I guess. In, Good. In, in a sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us something, Dave, that no one knows about you. Um, I love to just around the house, sing, dance for like an hour on end, and I might not be very good at it. But I, <laughs> just but drop I that in there. I might not be very good, guys. Just saying. <laughs> What's your um go to go to dance? Like if you have like you know what, I need to get g'd up. Is there a song? Oh yeah, stuff like Jagger, mate. Even a bit of Madonna, eighties Madonna. Just anything. A lot of feminine in that feminine groove. Release. Totally. That totally. Lend the flow. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of stretch and do my mobility work in the morning. So uh, I like it. I like even, it. Even like female eighties disco. Um, <laughs> do you? Uh, yeah. Do your neighbours ever knock the door and ask what the fuck's going on in there? <laughs> No, but I'm sure they're worried about me. <laughs> <laughs> What's your greatest failure that ended up being your best lesson? Um, I'd say my most recent business failure because I wasn't on path, I wasn't on purpose, I wasn't doing what I was meant to do. And I, and I say in the book, you know, God has this, if you've got a deep purpose, God has this amazing way. If you're not on purpose, he will, he'll, he'll fuck you up until you totally. get back on. Or he'll yeah. throw all kinds of crazy stuff until you get back on. So mm. yeah, I mm. think that <laughs> definitely yeah good 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 if you could choose to have lunch with any one person in the world dead or alive past or present you've got two hour time limit who would it be if they had to answer everything honestly i'd say right now donald trump because i would just want to know hey what do you guys really know about ufos what do you really know about <laughs> this 
this pedo, you know, pedo. Did you ever go to the moon? Yeah, yeah. Did, is the moon real? Did, is this like, <laughs> not me at all. I'm a rapid, I'm tell, a rapid fire. I love, I love how you opened it though, Prickman, if they could tell me the truth about everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the big thing. They're not going to tell you the truth when it's fucked on Trump. Yeah. Then. Politically correct answer. It's like, oh, no, we don't want no Karens. We don't want no Karens. <laughs> what was 10-year-old Dave like? Uh, similar in a lot of ways. A dreamer. I was always, I'd be, again, I was always creative. So I was always kicking the ball around the house, imagining I'd play out the whole game in my backyard, every player, every handball. So I was always that creative vision kind of, yeah, that creative, I guess, wow. was always there. That vision was always there. Did you yeah. play sport? Yeah, every, everything. Footy, I went to a footy school, tennis, coach tennis, um, state athletics. I played, played in a state basketball final, actually. Not that I was that good at basketball, but um, <laughs> struggled along that team. But yeah, a lot of sport. Lived and breathed it. Wow. Well, when, when did you eventually like, give it up professionally or playing teams? Probably uh, when I was oh, really early, like 19, because I was, got introduced to partying and, and alcohol. So <laughs> Got introduced to partying. Well. Yeah. So that so was... Say, hey, let me introduce you to my friend. He's called Nightclubs and you won't be home for a weekend. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't do the old sporting career good that. So no. but it got it out of the system early, which is totally. good. And, um, yeah. Good call. Just able to move on with life. <laughs> yeah. Good, 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 good. Final one. What's one trait or quality in the social circle of the people that are closest to you that you see consistent, but probably one that's also really important to you as well? Um, I would just say people with, with balance, reasonable. It's so rare these days to find just reasonable, balanced people that can have an objective opinion on things and just analyze it without being, I'm all vegan, or I'm all meat eater, I hate Donald oh, Trump, yeah. I love Donald Like it's, Everyone's so mm. extreme and irrational. Mm. And, and that's probably another pet peeve as well, because I just kind of, when people are irrational and full of emotional biases, I'm like, it's not a very, it's not a sign of intelligence. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. So, yeah, and it, 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 it sort of reminds me of like when we were like younger and you talk about like sports. It's like, no, I'm Richmond, you're Essendon. It's like, we yeah. can't be friends. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, I just support now. I'm just like, I support footy. Like, whoever well, I'm the same. I don't really follow, I, I yeah. watch four games a week because I kind of like following. Barracking for 14. Totally. <laughs> and it's good that it's on every night now at the moment, which is great. Uh, that, that's always a win. Dave, that's uh, rapid fire. Well done, buddy. You got through. Survived. Survived. Uh, let me start off with this, right? This is not rapid fire, but it's just a little bit of what's happening now. What's one thing you've learned about yourself during COVID? Tough time. We've all had challenges and we've all experienced it on different ways. What's one thing you've learned about yourself during COVID? Um, probably how much I love isolation, to be honest, and how much I need it in my repertoire. Um, like my best self is probably in isolation. It's me singing, dancing in my own space, thinking, mm. walking my own space. And, and COVID's really highlighted that. So now when we get out of COVID, I'm like, geez, I'm going to make sure I bring isolation back into my daily routine because I, I yeah. love it. I thrive on it. You know, yeah. I'm probably, which probably says I'm introverted because I get my energy internally. Yeah. And if I have to go to two or three meetings, man, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> totally. So like in the, like what say last year, whatever, like not having the so isolated yep. lifestyle like, as this really just being like, wow, like this is where I do my best work. Well, 100%. Yeah. What, yeah. what was a big percentage of the book? Because I definitely want to touch on the book. Was a big percentage of it written during this time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not a big percentage. All of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm the same as well, so I can definitely relate to that. Uh, but I definitely wanted to get started on the on the book, and I want to really cover off a lot of that. Um, what do you want to start with? The book, the program. Where did it all start from? You like where did this whole crazy 
I've got, yeah. I'll, I'll add one thing in before I give it to you. Like, I always respect the amount of research and knowledge and homework and education that you do. Always, always have. Um, so to, to you, for you to do this, it's like, well, for me, it's like, it's not a surprise. It, it's no. something that I, I knew Dave would eventually get to. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it looks and sounds incredible so far. So I'm definitely personally keen to learn more. Um, so yeah, where did it all begin, man? Yeah, I'll send you my first yeah. You know, it started with the workout program because I, in the last year, I, you know, I'm 32 and I was always an athlete, as I said. And I got to a stage where I was 32 and I got embarrassed. Even though I was still, you saw me in a t-shirt, you go, oh, he's in good shape. But I couldn't run 100 metres without my knees jarring, my ankles twisting. And I couldn't even sit on a surfboard for longer than a few minutes because my glutes, were done, the whole, my whole, everything just cramped up. Like, that's how bad my state had got. Wow. Um, and I was like, wow, this is embarrassing. So anyway, I was like, I can't, I can't live like this. So I've got to go back. So anyway, I made a thing. I'm going to become, this year, I'm going to become a good surfer. I'm going to get back fit, whatever it may be. So then I started learning and researching a lot deeper. I'd already ta- I've taught yoga classes in the past. Not, again, maybe not very well, but I've done yoga. So I started diving back into yoga, Pilates every day. And then I got into mobility. And then I started doing a lot of conditioning work, really strengthened all the joints. And anyway, I just become totally, you know, you know, totally engaged, immersed in it and saw the results instantly going, my body is just transforming, my, I'm loosening. Everything's just transforming really, really quick. And I'm like, but I was sort of scattered. I'm like, I still want to do weights. I want to do my functional fitness. <laughs> yeah. I want to do sports conditioning. And then I'm like, how do I do it all? I'm not a pro athlete. I don't have a Nike sponsorship where I can go get paid to, to train. Yeah. yeah, six six modalities a, yeah. a day. And then I'm like, well, and then COVID hit. And I was like, well, I'm going to figure this out and just do something at home. So I started playing at home. And I'm like, I'm going to finish the fitness into an hour. because so I don't want to have to go to the gym. I don't want to have to drive. Gyms were closed anyway. And within probably literally within two weeks, I'd created the whole eight eight models, eight modalities in the one flow. And I was like, this is amazing. Like this, I'm floating. I'd finish it and I'd feel like I was floating. Like I'm like, I'm cracked. I've cracked some code here of fitness. Like, this is this is better than any other fit. And I've, I've, I've followed online fitness programs for 12 years. And I'm like, there's no one that's done anything like this. And, and I could see the transformation myself. And then when we started filming, I'm like, well, I'm going to put together an idea. We, we started filming it. And even in the lead up to filming, Marie, who was one of the trainers that ended up becoming part of the program and, and did an awesome job, she had all these injuries and they started to vanish. And she's like, is this a coincidence? I'm like, not the second, third person to say that. I'm like, there's no coincidence yeah. here. When you start yeah. training your body in balance and you know, I think the mistake is we go to these, without mentioning names, we go to these studio classes and it's, there's not a lot of thought. It's just get people, get a sweat up, crash and bash. As long as they sweat up, they'll keep playing. And high five. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, brother. Yeah. Hey, well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're the community in a sweat. But there's not a lot of thought behind it. A lot of people mm. end up injured. And mm. I, yeah, I never really liked that style of training. You, you can't track it because it's a new workout every day. It's like, Correct. Pulling off, I'm getting better. So the biggest totally. thing in my mm. program is mm. everything's tracked. Every day is tracked. Every workout is tracked. A workout not tracked is almost a workout not worth doing in a way. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. blind. Mm. Mm. So yeah, that's how the fitness program come out. And I saw a great opportunity because if you go to these sites, like even like I love Les Mills on Demand and all these different online sites, and they've got yoga, Pilates, sports, fitness, whatever. But there's five thousand workouts. It's just totally. Yeah. So yeah. I'd started nineteen different programs, finished none, and I'm like, this is not a good way to train. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, and you're and you're a pretty switched on guy as well. So for you to so if, if you're at that level of knowledge, man, someone who doesn't have that level of knowledge going in there with five thousand workouts, they'd freak the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. You know? yeah, too much info is not good. Like, look at the totally. state of society right now. Info <laughs> overload is is maybe the enemy. It's like what? Why? And I talk about it in the book. 
don't read 52 books a year. That is the worst thing you'll ever do. I know it's the cool thing to do. All the CEOs say, I read a book a week or a book a day. That's probably the worst thing you can do because you're not getting any clarity. Totally. The Buddha didn't tell you to go study 42 different concepts on religion or, or self-help. 100%. It was one. Jesus had the Bible. Study the Bible and, and stick to it. You know. So I think find what works within reason and repeat mm. is the best mm. model. And that's what I saw with the fitness thing as well. And we, we filmed 28 episodes, which is 28 hours worth of, of live footage, which is a lot, which is quite a lot. So you started with, I want to get back on the surfboard to then yeah. now having an online program and a book <laughs> in, yeah. in eight months. Yeah, oh, more or less. Was, yeah, that's the, that's the funny part. Six months ago, I barely touched my toes. And, uh, totally. But now, but now I feel like Superman. I feel like, you know, give me, in, and I haven't been on train for the last um, couple of weeks because I've been traveling. Yeah. And I'm like, just get me back into my flow of training totally. and I'm going to be ready to take on the world again. Like you feel strong, you feel fast, agile, smooth. And we train you to kind of get connection with flow. Mm. You start to move with a grace, with a beauty mm. rather than the, the, the crash and bash model of just get a sweat the, up. The, 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 the stiffness and the rawness of it. Um, yeah, no, definitely. So in regards to what you're creating or have created, like you said, it brings in a little bit of, of everything so far, like that you've learned in the past, but more recently brought together. Like what can someone... Is there a prerequisite? Does someone have to have the knowledge? Do they have to be able to meet us? Like, can they put their hands behind their back? And t- is there something they have to be able to do, or can they just they just get started? Like, what level do you have to be at? Well, well, the thing is, there's eight there's eight models in, or eight methods in the one flow. So if you're really unfit, you got bad knees, bad back, maybe carrying too much weight for your joints. You know, you might only get through the the the, the breath, the yoga, the um, mobility, and maybe it's tiny bit of the sports conditioning, and you might stop. So in a way, you can start from any point. But if you're yeah. going to finish a full hour, you've probably got to be able to, you need to be able to do one burpee, like just yeah. your body can handle. Yeah. Not that we do burpees in our program, because that's kind of one of the things I didn't want to do. But um, yeah. yeah, but I'm also going to film a light version. I'm going to film, because if you look at statistics, like we, I want flow to be able to impact the biggest amount of people. I want everyone to be part of the flow journey. And it's, totally. just a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a philosophy mm. On, mm. on how you get deal with life, how you move, how you eat. So then the question becomes, let's look at data, America. 65% or something are uh, obese, okay? And then if you look at, you know, what percentage are now heading into like over 60 in Australia and America, the percentage is huge. And then what percentage are injured? So really the mass market is overweight, injured and old. So I want to create something for them. So I'm actually in the process of bringing together a team to do a flow state light, which will be no weights, more movement, less mm. time, less impact, mm. but more flow. It's going to be more... Um, connection with, you know, a bit more of a spiritual workout in the way, a little bit more Qigong, Tai Chi, um, you know, movement sort of stuff. So, yeah. You, you said the word flow a fair bit. Yeah. For the people out there that don't really understand what flow means or where that comes from, where that even originated from, give them a bit uh, a 30 second, one minute understanding of what's flow. Yeah, well, there's two, there's two, well, flow state, which we call everything, or flow. There's probably two ways you can look at it. There's the Eastern philosophy of living in flow, which is kind of like living with the Tao, Taoism, Taoism, whatever you want to call it. And that's more a philosophy. And Bruce Lee followed mm. that and, and taught that heavily. Yeah. And loud, blah, blah, blah. More modernly, we talk about flow, being in flow, as being in the psychological um, alpha, theta brainwave, yeah. which yeah. is when you're, which is similar to the Taoist philosophy of, of what they call Wu Wei actionless action or effortless action mm. and that's what we mm. call being in the zone or being in flow correct now how do you get there well that's i talk i blend the books a blend of both of them put together and a lot of the principles of taoism 
is why Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan. He was naturally very Wu Wei. He was mm-hmm. so well prepared, so relaxed. You watched him in the, the last dance, which I know we, we've talked about. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's chewing gum, he's dancing, totally. he's moving, he's having fun, he's in flow. And then you see some of the other guys that aren't as confident mm-hmm. and they're a little bit in the head and they're listening to hardcore rap and they're totally. you know, overthinking totally. and they're playing out the, the game in their head like tense. When you're tense, very stiff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at Kobe and, and Michael, they're, they're probably the best two with maybe Roger Federer. They probably look yeah. as in flow. Yeah. Effort, they, they, they embody effortlessness or Wu Wei better than maybe anyone. Like uh, just, I, think I definitely agree with Federer. Definitely agree with Federer. Like out there, he just looks so smooth, so calm. Like I think he's only flipped his shit like once or twice on the court. You yeah, he's in, in, one major injury, and yeah, you know, it's crazy. It is okay. Okay, so yeah, all right, all right. So on that now, like yeah. Michael Jordan, like you said, just all looked like he was always in flow. Same as Kobe. Right? How does that happen? Like, how does how does someone? If we had to take the word flow away or let's even just keep it there for, for, the, for, the, for the sake of it, like how does someone know if they're in flow and how does someone even get there? Yeah. Well, there's this great story. Even like talk about it in the book, like Kelly Slater had won a few world titles. He went out of retirement. He'd come back. And then he was up against Andy Irons. Now he'd come back. He had a lot to prove. He was very attached. So the whole thing of, of Taoism is not to be attached to outcomes and just let it be. Where, you know, Kelly Slater, we've got to win, got to win. And he wasn't enjoying his surfing. And he just couldn't beat Andy, Andy Irons. And then after about a year of war with himself, just frustration, going out, pattern, opposite of Wu Wei's, you can see it in his paddling. He's angry, like, a bit of frustration. Anyway, he gets to a point in his stocker and he goes, I'm not even having fun anymore. Like, why am I doing this? He goes, fuck it, I'm just going to go out and have fun. Guess what? He goes on and wins the next wins. free world title. Mm. Mick Fanning has the same story. I just watched the doco the other night. Unfortunately, after I read the book, Mick Fanning was the same thing. He was like third, fourth in the world. And what had happened is he tore his hamstring off the bone. So he wasn't, so he was only surfing at 100% of his capability or less. And he was bored shitless. So one of the things of being in flow is being able to be in a slight stage of challenging yourself. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that, you can't get into the flow. Mm -hmm. So Mick wasn't enjoying his surfing. And then he had an epiphany similar to Cali going, what am I doing? I don't even enjoy this anymore. I used to enjoy surfing because I'd I'd do 110%. And I was out with Mick in the water the other day. The guys, the guys just got this, He's got this like ultra ego, like fun. He's paddling out. He's he's like woo, feel like I'm a pipe. Like he's just fun. He's out there, so you can wow. see his personality type can't mm, play at ninety. They're gonna be depressed. Like that that his inner essence. And Bruce Lee talked and Flo talks about being your, you know, the the expression of your true self. I feel like Mick's true self is this bigger, this confident totally. energy, this. This go get on you 100%. I'm going to go do 110% of what's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when he tied back into that, he got into the flow, won the next two or three world titles, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, you can find a lot of, and I talk about it in the book, you know, there's everything from not being too in your head is number one, yeah. you know, being in the zone. And how do you do that? Well, you build it through confidence. Totally. You, you can't, yeah. I, I can't go out and surf with Mick Fanning like I tried to, tried to follow him and nearly drown. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> no, I, yeah, so I can do all the positive self-talk I want. I can sit there in the wave and go, oh yeah, give me a 10-foot wave. I'm, yeah. I got it. But if you haven't done the work, totally. I'm going to yeah. shoot myself on that wave. <laughs> there. Oh, you you may never come back. <laughs> so yeah, I think preparation, and you read Michael Jordan, you read Kobe. Kobe wasn't out drinking at 3 a.m. He was known for his 4 a.m. workouts. Yeah. Whether it's yeah. true or not, Michael Jordan talks about 
all the other guys doing coke and, yeah. and hookers and whatnot. And drinking, he yeah, yeah. He didn't yeah. want a part of it. Yeah. Whether that's true or not, I believe it was true at that point. Who knows what he did later on? He might have still kept that way, but but you, you get that confidence. You get flow through work. Yeah. So that's yeah. The, that's the paradox of effortless action and, and Taoism. Mm. It's like, oh, Taoism is all about not having any goals, just going with the flow, not trying too hard. Well, yes, but no. It's actually yeah. about having big goals, going all out, pushing yourself, but let, letting, letting, letting it happen, up, letting this universe Correct. take control. And when you have faith, and these guys have faith, when you've totally. got a little bit of faith yeah. that, is, that you are better, that you've got a higher force, yeah. Yeah. That's, a big confidence. that's a big placebo. I think, and I like what you said, that it's not just like one thing, like, hey, go and do this and you're in flow. There's no. like so many pieces to it that are going to help you get there you know, on the journey. And it's not an overnight thing. Like it's, not a com- it's not a clear of the finger, confident, bang, I'm in flow. Uh, and you, and yeah. most of the time, you don't actually realize that you're actually going into the flow. Like you only realize maybe like three or four hours later, like, well, where did that three, you know, what, what happened just then? You know, I've gone yeah. into and I've done all this amazing work uh, yeah. in that last period of time or, you know, days, whatever it might be. For you, in, in regards to the program and the book, was this something that you ever thought you'd ever do? Because like even earlier, like you said, I want to learn to surf, get back on the learn to learn, get back on the board. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're like, I got these, I learned, you know, eight modalities. Yeah. Where was that transition of, I've learned the eight modalities, it's working for me, I want to create a program? It happened very organically. I never thought I'd get back into fitness. I, I, I was in fitness industry for many years, never thought I'd go back because I thought everything was a bit bland, everything would be done. Like, what am I going to do? Another booty workout or another get ripped in 28 days? Like, yeah. Yeah. For me, I was like, I'm only going to do something if it can be unique, it can be authentic, it can add value. Because I always thought I've got some massive value to add to whatever I find. Yeah. And, um, but no, it's funny. I, I always had a feeling I was going to coach people on flow. And it's funny, I talk about it in the book. Back when I was 16, I remember a footy game. And I wasn't going to play. A lot of the guys around me all got drafted. But I was never quite at that level. Yeah. But I remember analyzing myself, realizing I was out of flow without that terminology. And I talk about it in the book, like I was obsessed with stats. Got to have 10 stats a quarter, 10 stats a quarter, 10 stats. And I was so fixated. I'd just be chasing the ball because I'm trying too hard. Mm. And I realized that back at 16. I remember at 16, I go, this is not working. I'm just going to go and give 110% effort for every ball. I don't care if I don't get one stat. And guess what? I had my highest stat quarter of all time. So even back then at 16, I knew I was figuring out this thing about the something. There was something there. Mm, mm, Yeah. And then, I've also been able to do that in my business career. Like I remember when I started at Your Health, I was like copper or bronze, the bottom rank for three months because I was so trying too hard, like overselling and getting nowhere near it. And then I remember, and I talk about this in the book as well, I remember the Einstein quote, try not to be a man of success, just be a man of value, which to me says, let go. You totally. basically said- 100%. So yeah. guess what? I just said, about your health, all I'm going to do is add value to my team, to my customer, educate. And then I was the past, I was the top earner in the company within 18 months, you know. So you can bring those same principles mm. into the workforce. Mm. You can bring the same principles into picking up the opposite sex. Totally. It's all the same laws of attraction, exchange, you know, all the above. I love it. And, and I love what you said there about like in regards to the selling part of it. And I think that, you know, when you talk about the business world, like that is such a, in the sales world, it's a very like, hey, you got your script, get out there and crush it. Like you watch the movie, like Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> like you see what's going on in there and you think, well, like, is that what I need to do to make some sales? Um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I think that, that's just good for a movie. It's probably not realistic enough. Well, to, uh, well no, I think, I, think, I think you can still make money if you just want to grind and ego, fear, just totally. brute strength. You can. If it's but about the money, the yeah. Yes. Yeah, what's the byproduct? Totally. Do you burn, totally. it? Do you burn out for yeah. one? 
Yeah. You know, do you have other things start to catch up on you, like the law or your drug habit or <laughs> like the law <laughs> or whatever it may be? So, yeah, yeah. But I think you can still have that same success in flow and live a comfortable, effortless, happy, peaceful life and still have those results. And maybe they last, maybe they're not as fast as Belfort's rise, but they've still grown over. Totally. Totally. Years, sustainable. Totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not fun, although that, that roller coaster. Why now, though, Dave? Why do you think now? Why do you think now it came to you, so to say, or universally? It was, it was God-given, I believe, yeah. Like, it was just my time. If you look at my journey, and as I say in the book, you know, I keep saying, as I say in the book, you know, <laughs> Steve Jobs said, you know, you can never join the dots looking forward. But now I've joined the dots looking back. I'm like, holy shit, I've, I was destined to do this. This is what I'm meant to do. Like, it's clear as day. The path, the things that got put in my way, all the way in this journey, I was just like, for, for absolute certain. But also, you know, I was I was experimenting with LSD and I believe that sped up my development and mm. helped me let go of the mind. And that's what got me into flow. Alice, to be honest, LSD got me into flow. Boom, like that. First minute of my LSD trip, I walk into the, I won't, I won't share the full, full story, but my first minute, I'm starting to judge others. And this female energy, whether it's God or this universal energy goes, ah, you're judging others. We don't judge here. And, I, and then the thought of judgment in this trip just goes, gone. And I just sit and go to this energy and go, oh, my God, I've been judging others my whole fucking life, haven't I? And she's like, yep. <laughs> and then next minute, I go in and I start doing my action, whatever, and I'm looking around at what other people are thinking. And she's like, ah, now you're worried about judgment of others. And I just go, I'm like, oh, my God, I've literally been a slave to others my whole life, haven't I? She's like, yeah. <laughs> and this is like the first minute of my LSD trip, that profound. Wow. And since I've come out, I'm like, I'm very detached from the thoughts of others. And I, and I really honestly believe I'm much less judging. And one of the things I've learned through LSD and, and learning flow and Taoism, which is all about compassion, is really seeing others in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. if I'm in the coffee shop, rather than the person taking too long, me going, oh, this person's so slow, get out of, get out of my way, I'm in a hurry. Like, and that's how you live your life. And I realize that's how I live my life. That's not, a, that's not coming from a place of compassion. It's coming from ego saying, I'm important. I'm in a rush. What are you doing? Why are you looking at your phone? Why don't you know what you want? I'm important. That's ego. Where you go, hey, and you start to see the other person in you and go, hey, when do I do that? Might not be it for coffee, but you know, when I order at a restaurant, totally. I order 25 different, <laughs> probably know everyone. Yeah. So now you're coming from an understanding and you start to look in others for things that are similar to you mm. and where you are the same and you share the same pains, the same habits, the same whatever, rather than the one thing that's anti them. So, and this all come from LSD. Do I think I'd be um, in this state and, and living that, trying to live that way as more, more as I can without LSD? Absolutely not. Like I, I'm not, I wasn't smart enough, wise enough, good enough at meditation to get there without cheating. Yeah. <laughs> without cheating. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love what you've shared so far about like, you know, like for me, I'm obviously still learning it and taking it all in, but like how quickly, and like you said, it's been all the dots yeah. have joined, but now how quickly it all sort of came together. Yeah. It's exactly. like, you know, 15 years in the fitness industry, bang, six months, less than six yeah. months program. Yeah. Crazy. Is that sort of like in your business experience, which has been incredible. Do you think like that's a piece of the puzzle for someone someone out there who might have started a little bit of a side hustle been going for five or six years and like haven't really cracked it. Like, could it be like that mindset? Could it be that they're looking at it from the wrong angle and experiencing it the wrong way uh, to then only be like this far away from cracking it to what they feel could be like their flow set or be that, that golden thing. 
Absolutely. I think we're often always just this far away from success. And sometimes it might not be what we're doing. Like a lot, a lot of people's criticism of me would be, what's he selling now? What's he doing now? He's doing so many things. He's crazy, blah, blah, blah. And if I hadn't have found this flow, you know, I'd probably agree with him. But now I found it <laughs> unless I kept searching. And I was searching. Exactly I was right. searching for something more. And yes, I was searching for the money for periods, which was why I was empty and wasn't quite kicking off. And and then eventually I found it. And I just knew. Like, I knew. Fuck. Like, I never, like, I was, like, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, I'd watch his Six Rules of Success talk and I go, how does he keep selling the same story at every event? I could never do that. Yeah. Now, because I've never had anything that I believed in. Correct. Now, I could go share the philosophies of flow state till I die. Forever. And I never got that. I was always like, how can you keep saying the same crap? Now I get it because I didn't have anything that mm. worked or I believed it. <laughs> I like it. I like it. so the the, the the program, and then the book. Is it is it is a, is a book written on the program, or is a program program created off the book? Both, both. Yeah. Well, that, well so like basically, the, the fitness program is more fitness because we're doing a workout. But I try and during every rep, I try every every rest period. Yeah. I'm educating the concept of flow, the philosophy of flow, and it can be as little as you know, like in Corona, the cl- people in flow love Corona because guess what? They were like water. Corona happened. They just molded around totally. this big obstacle and went, yeah. hey, I'm going to read a book, learn a language, learn a yeah. skill, go study this, go do that. And yeah. then other people got stuck and they weren't like water. They were very rigid going, but I wanted to go this way. Yeah. And it's in the way. I'm just going to wait. When's Corona going to Correct. Finish? Correct. Another six months. Shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 2020 goals were this. What the hell? Well, we'll just wait for that to happen in 2020. Not, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I like that. And, and the best thing about flow is flow is about having... North Pole goals for 2020 and they're massive goals. Corona hip happens, yep. you end up on the South Pole mm. and you don't question it. And instead, you realize, well, actually, the South Pole's got land, the North Pole doesn't. Yeah. Antarctica is way back. And you figure out, hey, I still have big goals, I still leaning forward, ended up on a different continent. Well, different North Pole's not a continent, but you know, um, <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. And realize maybe God knew better than you. Maybe on this divine energy, this whatever we call it, the cosmos, this plan, maybe it's wiser than you. And that's what letting go is. And for me, that's what it's about is going, hey, Dave Nelson doesn't know best. Dave Nelson's clouded by ego, by fear, by judgment, what all these things. Your true inner self, when you really let go and tap into this universal force and your true essence and you connect and, and let, the, let the mind and the ego go, open the heart, that seems, that's a bit wiser than my brain, or my my ego brain in my opinion so that's what flow is about a lot is 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 letting go getting in flow is about two things letting go and charging the body with the universal flow and i believe our best self our potential our purpose our higher self our, the cosmos we're all connected we're all quantumly connected as one and but you've got to let go of the mind you've got to let go of the the body we're very rigid in the body and you've got to open the heart and that's what they call the and that's the standard journey of the the spiritual awakening. It's and Neo does it in the Matrix. Totally. He had two spiritual deaths. Yeah. He meets Morpheus, opens the mind. Yeah. He dies. Trinity re brings him to life with the power of a kiss. He opens the heart. The whole movie, he's like, I don't. I'm not the one. I'm not the one. He realizes I'm the one. Mm. Those three things: opening the mind, opening the heart, coming into your true potential and self belief. He stops violence. He saves mankind. He transcends. That is the story of spiritual enlightenment or spiritual development. It's just classic. It's like the hero's journey, but through spirituality. And it's normally sparked by death. And in Neo's case, he dies twice in the movie or symbolic spiritual death twice. 
where generally, unfortunately, we generally need pain to transform, to peel totally. back the ego and go, totally. hey, who am I becoming? Why am I doing this? Where's yeah. this coming from? Is this yeah. truly me? What yeah. am I here to do? What is my purpose? So yeah, it's pretty- Well, well I guess those things that if, if you want to put it on, like a, on a, like a, a more, you know, for, for like a lower term, they're like roadblocks, they're like challenges. Like, like if, if I got to drive from Port Melbourne to the city, and one of the roads is closed. We got to go around the other way. Some, like you said, that's that flow. Like that's that. Well, cool. Well, if that's not happening over this way, we're going to go this way. And on that journey, you might go across or come across something or drive past something or something might happen. They'd be like, "Well, I'm so glad I came this way." Whatever okay. it might be. You've got to look for it. Though. Like, like you've almost got to look for excitement when there's yeah. detours. Yeah. Most people crack the shit, and I used to crack the shit. So yeah. if anything didn't go the way I wanted to. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Now I'm like excited going, totally. ooh, 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 where, where's this opportunity? That Why I am I see? going down this way? Totally. What's on this path for me? I love it. I like, even there was, there was one morning I went from a morning run and for whatever reason, like these, 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 um, they were, they were pumping like the sewerage or they're pumping the drains or something in the street. So they had blocked the street that I normally take to get to the beach. So I had to go this other way, you know, on that journey of going there, I ended up come, running past these beautiful houses. It's like yeah. six o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, yeah wow like i didn't even know these houses existed and it was just like this whole different area like one street away from the place i normally would but i go down that one that way every morning now it's just because yeah. it's like it's just different it's like these nice trees nice houses different scenery it's like this is crazy and i yeah. never ever would have explored that. i know that's not on the same level but it's just the same experience yeah. in the same way yeah, yeah you know? it could be this little thing like the, the evolution of that is next time you're walking down with your coffee you meet someone on that new path that, that leads to these new things. And, and that's where life becomes more exciting when you're in flow because every time you get put off guard, you're looking for opportunity. You're like kind of excited going, ooh, yeah. what's on for my adventure today? <laughs> where most people like, they will slump into that down there where something oh, shit. Yeah, correct. Oh, the world, this, the world, it's my oh. fault, it's me. Yeah, 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 it's all me, it only happens to, me. to me. Yeah, Corona's only happening to my business. Everyone else is all right, but it's fucking my business, my restaurant, my whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, we, find, we find the one person that's doing well out of Corona and go, I'll see, Corona's good for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because <laughs> well, they're, they're lucky, they're happy. They did the work all the years ago. Yeah, no worries. No worries. I love it. Hey guys, Jamie here. I know you're loving this episode, but it's a really quick question. Have you ever wanted to own your own business, but just didn't really know where to start? And maybe you've also thought about franchising. If that's you, I want you to check out the Real Food Vending website. If you're looking for a, a platform that provides community, a proven model with systems and structures, it's flexible, it's innovative. Most importantly, have some fun along the journey. I want you to check out our website, www.realfoodvending.com.au. Enjoy the rest of the episode. What can someone expect? What's some core concepts? I know you mentioned earlier some of the, the, the eight parts of it, the eight modules, but what's the core? If someone's like, you know what? It sounds good. What, what would be that core piece that they could expect to take from it? Well, the physical piece is you're going to create full balance in the body and no yeah. one trains in balance. Everyone's training out of balance. When you do yoga, you're just doing too much yin. You're not doing, you can't run, you can't sprint, you can't lift. You're, you're only hitting very small part. If you're just going to Doherty's gym and lifting big weights, it's all heat. It's all compression. Yeah. You yeah. probably yeah. can't touch your toes or, or make it around the oval. That doesn't impress <laughs> me. So yeah. on a physical level, you're going to create the all-round athlete. You're going to learn to breathe, control your state, mobility, range of motion, body-mind connection. Mm. You're going to land with finesse, control of the body, learn to move with your energy and your body weight, transfer of weight. You're going to learn style, speed, technique. We can teach you how to box. So I teach you how to run, sprint with, with in flow, how to take the pressure mentally and through the breath off the yeah. joint when you run. And then you're going to get, your body's going to get jacked because your body can't hold that when it's doing all these animal moves and you're on your shoulders and you're 
you know, you're moving around like that. The body wants to be lean, but that's just the physical. If you really get the program and you really listen and you really embrace the visualization and the breath work, you're going to have a spiritual and emotional and mental breakthrough because you're going to let go. You're going to let go of tension, stress, overthinking, worry. And that's what, and for me, every meditation I do, because we do 28 of them at the end of every episode, it's, hey, how can we peel back another layer of the onion? You're overthinking? All right, we're going to focus on that today. You know, whatever self-belief. All right, let's start peeling that back. So, yeah, that, that's the real essence. So, uh, you know, if, if someone comes to me in the program and goes, oh, I've got abs, I'm jacked, I can just surf, it's two hours longer, I can dunk the ball. I'm like, oh, cool, man, great. But if they say to me, hey, dude, fuck, I learned to let go. I now can just let go. I can really just feel. I can feel the breath. I can feel my body. I can dump. I, and we teach how to dump stress. So really technique, sigh of relief, double breath in. If you're feeling tense about a meeting today, let full body dump. You can release tension. If I've got a pain, I don't really need massages anymore unless I'm surfing like four hours a day because I'll breathe into it. If I'm tight through here, I'll breathe in. Oh, exaggerate that sound, sink into it. Do that for five minutes. You'll, you'll loosen up the body. Oh, I think I need to do that as soon as I get off this podcast. As soon plus, as I get plus, off this Plus mobility, plus everything else. Totally, yeah. 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 So so we're, we're teaching those things as well. And, that's, and also, you're not just dumping. You're emptying the cup. Bruce Lee, empty the cup. Then you're breathing in light. People think we're just breathing in oxygen. That's, one of, on a, that's a very base science level. Science can only make up 95% of this matter. We are breathing in light. And when you can dump, you empty the space and breathe properly, you're emptying the space in the body for light, for life force, for love, connection, for your higher self. And it might sound a little bit woo-woo, but, you know, it, it's powerful. Well, that was going to be what my question is. What I think someone's like, well, I don't believe in that stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't get, I've, I've tried meditation before. I've tried uh, doing yoga or Pilates or I've tried and it just didn't work for me. Yeah, well, I think that's, well, one of the things I'd say is the, the reason I believe most people don't do yoga is they just can't sit through 30 to 60 minutes of it. A, because they get bored. But B, I, don't, I personally, I don't want to, seven days a week, I do not want to sacrifice, I've only got seven hours a week to work out because you know, I'm not a pro athlete. So I don't want to give up seven hours and only get in exchange the benefits mm. I get out of yoga. Mm. However, I need yoga in my life because totally. I know what it does to my body, mind, agility, anti-aging, everything. Um, core, control, balance, body-mind connection, the, the, the list is endless. Yeah. So what we do is by splitting it up into 10-minute 10, 10, 10 segments daily, you now do yoga seven days a week. You need to do breath work. You don't do it for 25 minutes. That's the problem with Wim Hof. Like who's actually going to sit there Correct. for 20 minutes? Correct. Like 20 minutes? Yeah. Where I'm teaching you 20 different breath strategies that you do in the car. Like I'll, I'll be in the car and my favorite one's probably the Navy SEAL breath work. In for four, hold for four, out for yes. four, bottom yeah. for four. Yeah. I do that in the car just to refocus. I'm going to a meeting and I'm just feeling a bit, you know, my mind's off of the pharaohs. I need to focus. Out. Four. And, and I'm back in. I'm in the zone. Two or three of those. If I'm tired, boom, you, you'll know from the strategy. A few deep breaths in. Boom. Oh, shit. A bit of two going. Wake up. Bring the blood to the surface of the face. I'm good to go. So we're teaching you all these things in three minutes a session. So by the end of 28 days, you've got 20 different tools for the repertoire. You've done a nice yoga stretch where it's not bored, but you open up. The sports conditioning stuff, I think, is so powerful because we're doing so many slow movements, slow sprinting movements, building all the stability, muscles, the joints, strengthening and lengthening the tendons. So really just transforming the way you move. Like I call it, we're developing everyday athletes. You're totally. going to be fit for life. You go for a hike, boom, four-hour hike, I got it. Yeah. 
you know, you're yeah. in class with some chick you met, great. I'll, I'll be, I'll be there. I mean, you know, yeah. hey, you play tennis today? Oh, I won't make a fool of myself because I'm, I'm fit as, I'm fit as fuck. You know, like, well, hey, surf. I've never surfed before, but hey, I've been doing all these. My core's strong. I'm agile. I'll, I'll pick it up. I probably won't come. I won't from a physical back. stance, yeah. From a physical yeah. position, like you'd, you'd be yeah. able to do it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love the fact yeah. that you like actually bringing it all together, like incredible, like, like everyday athletes, like the ultimate athlete. You know, like that. Yeah, if, yeah, from from a fitness perspective and a and a you know like a training and program perspective, like like you said, I, I definitely personally have haven't seen anything like that. There's a couple people trying to like bring in one or two things, but then like you said, they just overeducate. Like they provide so much information, it becomes so confusing. So it's a 28 day program, and it just pretty much continues on. You, over you and keep over. repeating. It. You only do each workout once a month, so I like that because you get to do that workout. Totally, you get familiar with it, meaning you can track it and improve. So today, so I do it all on weight. So if you're either doing 5, 10, 15, 20, or 25% of your body weight in each hand dumbbells for the session. And then you also calculate your range of motion and your intensity. Did I do full reps and did I do the full length of intensity? And that's the tracking and progression. So if I'm doing 10 kilos in each hand today and in workout seven, it might've been the the soccer day at the oval. um, You know, I only got halfway through it and my form was shit and I was doing 10 kilo. In two cycles, I'm going back to that and I'm doing 15 kilo at 100%. That's the progression we learn. Right. And that's what we track and we can force progressive overload, which is what gets results, you know. Go and, to, and you said earlier the confidence thing, like that's going to breed confidence. If you can go exactly. back and see that, oh, well, exactly. you know, a month ago, two months ago, whatever it was, I couldn't even get through, you know, workout seven. But now yeah. I've just smashed it, feeling the best I've ever felt. Yeah. It's just natural confidence is going to happen. Like if you don't yeah. get confidence from that, so, then, you know. If you come into this program like me and you're going to do weights and you come out, you're able to sprint, you're able to jog and you're able to do it well. I don't want to jog every day. It's not my, it's not my jam, but I love being able to jog 4 or 5K when I have to because I feel good. It feels good and release all those cannabinoids, endorphins. You know, it's just a good feeling. For me to be able to sprint, you walk around with a little bit of extra swagger knowing that you're a good sprinter. Like it's just, you do. It's just human it's nature. nature. It's, it's just the way it is. But again, like you yeah. said, you've now got that physical component and, of being able to surf, run, play golf, yeah. play tennis, do yoga. Exactly. Like you can walk into any, like that. I think that confidence. Yeah, yeah. And it flows into everything. Like it flows into when you walk into a meeting. It flows energy into for life. This is this one. Do you have the energy for life? And that's the problem with most people's like workouts. It. Like for me, oh, I've do just done have down the energy enough. for life. I like life. that. Yeah. And then for me, I'm like watching these bodybuilders style workouts where guys do a leg day for an hour and a half and they can't walk for four days and they're hobbling around. Why is that cool? Oh, leg day. I'm so sore, man. Like it's cool. Oh, sick. No, that's retarded. Totally. Whoever told you to train like that? Does LeBron James train like that? And he walks around the court for the next three days. Oh, geez, leg day. I did 25 squats, (laughs) you know, and we're following workouts like that. A, they're probably on a lot of steroids, growth hormone, God knows what. But it's not functional. It doesn't improve your life. It's, a lot of it's driven. If you really break it down, it's ego. It's because 100%. we didn't get enough attention at school or we didn't get girls. And that's where I started thinking, well, why am I lifting weights in the gym just mindlessly? Like I haven't got stronger in the last five years. My body's cooked. Why? So, I, so my bicep fills out this shirt. And when I walk out, when I work at a nightclub with a drink in my hand, it looks good. <laughs> like, is, that, is that really the why behind my fitness regime? Like, are you that like person? So I started going, no, well, I want to be able to, you know, challenge the body. I want, I want to, one of my things is I want to be getting barreled at 80 years old. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to. We're, we're doing this unless I'm hit by a truck or something. Touch wood. Well, that truck um, better watch I, out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be certain barrels at 80. That's just, I'm going to be that agile because yeah. of the work I'm doing at 30. 
Um, yeah, so then there are little good goals that I have, like being able to be active at 80. Like well, most people give up at life at 50 and, you know, the couch Probably. potatoes maybe at 40. Like, 100%. Hey, I 100%. That. I love that. I love that. Because I sort of, I similar, I did the whole bodybuilding thing and I had that sort of, talking about three years ago, I was like, I don't want to actually just like push weights because it sounds good to say that I did, you know, 120, 200 kilo squat, like good yeah. on me. But I, yeah. at the time I was saying, I just want to be able to push something, pull something, run somewhere, go grab something, do whatever I need to do. Uh, but I think you've really brought it together. I'm actually generally excited personally to to get onto it because I know that, like for me, like I said, my upper back, being a tradie for 11 years and then now sitting in front of a computer for the last two years, like I'm yeah, feeling pains I've never felt. Your, your hips, your adductors, abductors. Like I've, I've been diving into Pilates. Nothing challenges me more than these tiny little leg leg pulses <laughs> with no weight. I'm like, and that's the most, but that's awesome because we need to go to what challenges us. 100%. And it's funny. What people resist in this flow state is what they need the most. So one of my buddies mm. is, he's probably 45. He's about six foot four and he's a big boy. He looks like Wayne Carey's body. And yeah. he's like, oh, I don't want to do this mobility crap. And I was like, well, yeah, that's because you're 50 and you move like you're 40. And yeah. at 60, you're going to move like you're 80. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be moving like, I'm, like you're 35 when I'm 85. Correct. So Correct. there's an action and a reaction. So which mm. one's it going to be, buddy? Mm. And then my other buddy goes, oh, I don't know about that visualization stuff. And I didn't say anything. He goes, oh, well, I'm pretty fucking down and depressed. So I probably need it the most, don't I? And I was like, oh, glad you said it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you answered the question, Matty. I didn't say anything. I just, I left the loop open for you. To me, from, from what I, I, I generally, I think it's just like the complete health and wellness, fitness, mindset, personal belief. Like, again, you've got that whole eight pillars. I, I'm like, this is going to be, I, I think, and I don't think it really matters what level you're at. No, no, you no. Are a prof- if you are a professional athlete, like, I'm sure this would be beneficial. If this is the first time Absolutely. if you're 16 and you're like, I want to get into the whole fitness game, I think this would be even incredibly beneficial. Like, did, did you have a, a mindset around like, who you wanted it to really be for or was it always about, for, I wanted it to be for everybody? Always for everyone, but I, did, I, I had this crazy goal that, and I haven't achieved it yet, but I said, I want my dad to be 60 this year. I want my dad to be able to do this and reverse his body by 10, 15 years. And I want to transform an elite athlete's body. That's not like a lot of AFL players or NFL, whatever. They're not very mobile. They're not very agile. They're not doing enough breath work. They're not doing it. So I think they'll benefit as, as just as high. So I want to work with elite athletes, but at the same time, I'm working on flow state light so I can help the 65 year old that's almost <laughs> given up on their body and life. And I want to give that back to them. And, yeah. and when they get in flow, you start, when you start to adopt the mindset of flow, you start to start to move in flow. And that's what we train. It's all like, if you're doing a, a bound, it's not clunk. It's a yeah. light on the toe, move yeah, the body yeah, like yeah. your hand. And that's what we do a lot of Tai Chi. So in my yoga section, I'm doing like all these Zs, low, slow. Why am I doing that? Not because I watched it on, you know, some Japanese sport <laughs> on food movie. No, because now when we bring that same control and we're doing a side lateral bound, it's control. It's soft. It's dropping that body, almost like a bit of a dance. And that's how Federer moves. Federer's transfer of body weight is totally. why he's never in. It's just effortless. It's timing. It's mm. it's beautiful to watch. It's a it's like a watching him play is like it's going good. to a ballet. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's in a way I sort of hate it because it makes you feel oh, I can do that. And then I go and grab a racket in my hand. I'm like I cannot do that. <laughs> you know, you watch it. I love it. I love it. How, how does like. How does someone, I love the fact that you cover the mindset and the physical part of it. If someone's getting one part of it, but not the other, is there a connection throughout the program or throughout the book that really ties it together? Like if someone's smashing the workouts, but they're just not really 
getting the the mindset side of it, the flow set, the understanding of it? Is there a way that it does all sort of come together? Yeah, well, the, the book links everything to flow. So part one's about mindset. Part two's about diet and workout and how that connects to flow. Yeah. Um, how do you, and again, the whole diet program is written about you, what's the health of water? We're 80% water, maybe more. How do you keep water healthy? Well, you keep it moving. You keep it in flow. How do you get water to go? What happens in stagnation? It gets moldy. It goes up. Mm. Same philosophy. So we need to keep our blood and digestive system in flow. So we show what foods do that. The other way to really destroy water is you heat it. Okay. And in Chinese philosophy, hot, cold. Now, generally in Chinese philosophy, too much heat in the body is acid, coffee, workout, oxidation, inflammation. It's all fire. It's all heat, heat, heat. That's the perfect way to clog up your arteries, damage your brain cells, damage your whole body. So it's the same thing. So this diet is about tying it into flow, mm. moving in flow, mindset in flow. And then I go to the universal laws because we're living in nature. We're part of nature. We're totally. one with nature. We're affected by the, the seasons. We're affected by law of attraction and, and all these different things. So then I go on to that. And then lastly, we tie it in together by talking about triggering the flow and the rules of success. Um, because the common misconception, as I said, with Taoism is to have no goals and to just, you know, go live in the mountain and, and live, off the, live off the land, which, you know, you could argue is, is a philosophy, whichever way you want to interpret it. But, you know, like one of the things they say, like water has no purpose, but it's the most purposeful substance <laughs> on the planet. So does water not care or is, is water highly driven? Well, who knows? It just is. It just, just happens. It nourishes every organism. Totally. You know, I love it. With no love effort. It. And again, and again, like you've really, even just in that explanation, it like brought in so much information to it. Um, one quick thing on writing a book, because I'm getting in a yeah. lot and I want to ask you as well, yeah. what's your tips on writing a book? So I do it really simple. I just come, and I'm not a great writer. Like my, like, my English is, is very limited. I'm not a scholar. It's probably a bit short. But all I do is I go, right, what's the topic of the book? What are your first five to 10 major sections or parts, mm. if you like? Mm. You don't have to call them parts. And that's what I had. I'm like, well, we've got mind, body, diet, success, putting it all together, universal laws. Boom, I'm done. What are the ten, top 10 components of each section? Well, diet, you want to keep your flow, you know, and so on. What's, what's the top 10? I've got 10 flow blockages, mental blockages. Well, what's the first blockage of flow? Attachment to outcomes, number one. We're so attached, we're stiff, we're tense, number one. Number two is we can't accept reality. Buddhist truth, number one. Boom, two. Write about it, write your experience, write your stories. And in a perfect world, you kind of share your stories, share third-party wisdom, is probably a good weather. And mine, mine's very weak on studies and science because those books already exist. Like there's already totally. books on brainwaves. Like I touch on it. If you want to go study all the studies of the brainwaves and flow state, you know, read Macaulay, however you say his last name, um, yeah, famous go, psychologist. That's done go deep into on. that part. Yeah, go, go deep on your own journey in there. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's why I, I reference a hundred other books. Totally. I'm not, like I'm not saying mine's the best book or expert. I'm like, Hey, if you, and I say the last chapter of Universal Wars, my favorite book on Universal Wars, Jennifer O'Neill, changed my life, got me through all the tough periods, you know, but I'm not going to go, yeah, and that's the challenge with me writing such a broad book. Each section could be a 100,000 page totally. book. Totally. Know? It's its own book within a book. Uh, you could take yeah. those away. Yeah. So, like, so, so start big and then chunk it down. Start big, high level. Yeah. What, what are the key topics and what are the key topics within that? And then break those down, break those down. Yeah. And then you want it to follow in the right order. So, yeah. you know, how does it make sense for the order? Um, how can I take it on a bit of a journey? Mm. And then for me, I didn't want to get too caught talking about myself because, you know, who am I? Um, yeah. But I've got some really cool stories in each part to just show, hey, 
when I was working nine to five, this is what I experienced, this is how I overcame it. So yeah, but I didn't want to go, hey, my name's Dave, I grew up, and I grew up in Roval and I had two parents and my dad was a school teacher. He was a really great guy. Like, who cares, Dave? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, move on. Totally, you know, totally, totally, totally. Nah, I love that. On that, that was a question I had down to, and, and as we start to sort of tie it up, the kid from Roeville played sports. Like, had, had, let, let me ask you this, from a mindset and business and to get from where you, or to where you are now, Dave, like, why you? Like, why did you, the kid from Roeville, what separates you? Not what's special about you, but what yeah. separates you? Why, why did you travel the world? Why did you bring a company to Australia? Why did you open a restaurant? Why did you uh, write a book and create a program and, and get yourself on fitness magazine covers and write for fitness magazines? Like, ha, ha, why you? you know, I think it's just that extra bit of belief and just that, not that, and I was really lucky and, and that my dad's a great, great role model, great dad. However, dad will go to his deathbed whenever that will be with a life full of dreams and ideas. And he was as just creative as me. Very similar to me. A dreamer like me, always got a million business ideas. And he didn't quite have the confidence to ever take action on any of them. And will he regret it? Maybe not. You know, he's retired now, so I think they're pretty happy now. Um, but growing up, I saw that and I'm like, well, I'm trying everything. Mm. I'm doing it. If I say I'm going to do it, oh, shit, did I just say I'm going to do it? Now I'm going to do it. Like, that was kind of my mindset. Hey, but that was me put like... My, I was given my dad on this journey for that to be my path as well, like in a way. But yeah, I'll just say that just making it happen and just that belief. Mm-hmm. But I've got the belief and, and without the fear of failure. And I probably don't care enough about what other people think. And, and maybe even, you know, maybe even a small part of the ego likes people telling you you can't do it. Totally. And likes them talking shit because it's like, right, yeah. what did you just say? Now, now you've really got me going. Now I'm going to try extra hard. Absolutely. Now I'm really going to prove to you. Now I'm really going to show you. I love it. I always it. say, people say, oh, you, sh- you shouldn't have, um, you know, those sort of goals. But I'm like, as long as that's not your end goal, but it's okay to rub a bit of salt on the wound Absolutely. along the way to your end goal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just, <laughs> just drive past in the supercar and be like, oh, hey, how you doing? <laughs> Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah, Dave, what are your top three habits? Top three habits to get Dave uh, feeling amazing in flow. Wow. Uh, well, yeah, as I say in the book, I wake up, I have a bit of, I have a super greens coffee, first thing, nutrition, music, and you I'm dancing, together? I'm moving on. You don't I'm mix coffee and the greens together, do you? I'm not together, no. <laughs> I was going to just ask a question. To see <laughs> and, and then I, I charge the body with energy. So that's giving me a lot of energy. I'm fasted that. And then I've got music playing. And I'm moving, I'm dancing. When you're moving, dancing, you're letting go of the body, you're charging the body with flow and I'm breathing and I'm buzzing by now. And I'll probably walk, I normally walk to coffee and back listening to music loud. And I'm just in flow. Like I come back in that room, I'm floating. Like sometimes I get too high. Like I'm almost too high. I've got to ground myself back down and go, oh Jesus, I'm off. And I'm, and I'm just visualizing, mm-hmm. visualizing dreams, ideas, what I'm going to achieve, what I'm going to do, what the day, week, month's going to look like. And for me, that's just the most magical hour. Like it's just, I'm buzzing. I'm like, sometimes can even get goosebumps because I'm just like on this high. And that's, but again, it's isolation. Mm. Isolation is just key. And, and funny, watching Michael Jordan, one of the things I picked up is he talked about how many times he was just by himself, always in a hotel and it's very lonely. Yes. So I was yes. like, hey, I bet you that's actually really good for you. It probably served him. Exactly. Without even realizing. Yeah, realizing. We've got too many distractions as it is just from technology. And then if you're a wife, kids, dogs, cats, whatever. Totally. 
hey, it's just like your totally. brain never gets to be yeah. you. You never yeah. get to shine through. I like that. I, I, and, and I can really relate to the isolation part because, you know, for a lot of people, this, again, this, this whole COVID thing. Are you walking early all the time? What are you doing? A lot of people are struggling with it, being by themselves and, you know, and, let, you know, let's, let's try and help them as much as possible. But for me, like personally, I love the fact of, I man, I was like, oh, how are you, how are you going not being able to go out? I was like, I never used to go out anyway. So this is, this is great. Like, I don't need to go yeah. out, you know. Uh, um, I've been saying it's great. Now I don't have to see all the people I don't want to see anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. I can blame COVID. <laughs> totally. Totally. The only thing I'm definitely missing is going out for dinner, like at nice restaurants and stuff. But outside of that, like I, I really don't mind. Like I, I think I've, and I couldn't agree more with what you said. They're really, you know, that, 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 that private lifestyle in a way, like where Jordan had so much served, served him so well. Um, but again, now like, tying in what you've shared so far and like, the learning is that you can understand why. Yeah. It all starts. Why. You started to watch all the dots of Michael yeah. Jordan, all these, Great yeah. athletes. Yeah. yeah. It's all very uh, similar. It starts to make you wonder, like, do, do they have people around them sharing this stuff or it just happens for them? Or they just... A lot, of, a lot of it just happens, I think. And yeah. you know, I've watched some of the coaches and some, like, one of my big things in my LSD experience as well, and this is a mistake I think a lot of people make with spirituality and breath work, is it's also serious. Mm. I'm going to be serious. What I've learned on LSD multiple times, I lost all that. Universe is playful. It's fun. It's this female, fun, sexy energy and that's how we've, and that's how, what's a dog, what's a kid like? It's cheeky. What's a dog yeah. like? Is a totally. dog like a, a Zen master? No, they're fun. <laughs> that's nature and it's yeah. most beautiful essence. And that's mm. what we should be. Mm. And then I look at Michael Jordan and he, in his prime, he was fun. He was cheeky. He was a smart ass. He had swagger. He wasn't this like monk that was, you know, a bit <laughs> of shit talk. Like nothing wrong with a bit of swagger, a bit Absolutely. of shit talk. That's why I do in the program. I'm like, start telling everyone how good you are. Lifting your weights. Easy. Why are you so easy on me, day? 10 reps, fuck, I could do 20. Like that's the, that's the playful mm. swagger that can really get you in the zone as well. Do you, do you think that could come across as cocky? And I'm not saying, I'm not, but I'm saying someone else might yeah. be thinking that now. I don't see it as that because I completely agree. I, my, my thing is if you, you can get away with anything with a smile. If you're smiling, it's not. If you're serious going, yeah, I'm the best. Yeah, it's probably cocky, you're, you're a douchebag. But if you're kind of smirking and saying it, oh, I've got this, I've got you covered. Totally, totally. Like, totally. Where you, you, you actually believe that you do, but then like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's like, no, man, I've actually generally got you covered too. Like, I know I'm a bit, a bit cheeky right now, but I've actually got you covered. <laughs> Just so you know. Um, like, <laughs> is, this what you, is this what you envisioned, Dave, like coming out of school or, you know, five years ago being here, doing this? No, I actually never knew. I never knew what I was going to do long term. Like, I always thought I was a serial entrepreneur, just keep doing, doing, doing. And then I realized... This year, that's not me. That is not me. I want to do something where I put 110% of my heart, energy, focus into something. Um, so no, I probably didn't think I'd be this lucky to find something I want to go all in. It. Mm. Like everything else I've done, whether it's your health, restaurants, alcohol, whatever, I've always been doing a folio of things. Where this, like, I don't need, I'm not searching anymore. Like I'm not coming up with other business ideas. And if I do, I'll handball them to someone else, yeah, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or if they just land on your lap, which is a great opportunity, but you're not actually out, out there searching for yeah, it. Yeah. If it's in line with this and it's on totally. that, hey, we'll tuck it in. But yeah, yeah. And yeah. I've got the resources and the manpower this goes as well as I think it can. Then yeah, maybe. But yeah, it's, I'm not going to be starting a you know left the field. You know, I, I wouldn't imagine. Yeah. So on 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 the back of that, what is the next five years, especially? Well, even one for, for Dave, but then what do you yeah. see for the what do you see for the program? Yeah. Yeah, well, so Flow State, obviously, we've got the, the main program. I think it's pretty well written. I think it's people are going to do 10, 20 cycles of it and love it. I want to do the light version so we can really impact the masses. And then as soon as COVID clears, I want to do events. I want to do in-person per, in events, 
connect people, collective breathing, collective yoga, collective energy visualization. That's the magic, you know, that there's a magic, an amazing power and that's why I want to do that. Eventually, I think there's, I'd love to do a, you know, one of the big lofty goals is to, is to do a five part documentary on flow and talk about, and you know, you go to flow from elite athletes, then you do an episode on flow for Silicon Valley, elite performers, creatives, Steve Jobs. Then you go down the hallucinogenic realm. Then I, I believe flow can, can cure most depression. Most people that are addicted to drugs, alcohol, what are they looking for? A, a release, let go, and they're looking for a charge, the high we get from drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is it's very short-lived and the crash totally. is dark. Where you and I know, you, you're, you're, you're on your mini morning walks, you're getting what drug addicts get. Totally. You're getting a release and you're charging your body with A, good endorphins and whatnot, but inspiration. And because you've got the belief and you've got the confidence. Now, some of these guys that don't, they don't have the confidence and that's why they don't get that same buzz. See, I, I think flow can do a lot of work with people with addictions, with, with, with alcohol. I think mm. the scope's so big. And then eventually, I, I, do wanna, I do really want to work with elite athletes. I do want to have, I want to have some, I want to find someone that's like fifth or sixth in the world, career's nearly over, they're the last hope, and I come in and work with them and go, all right, all right. We've got got some things we can play with here. And we just watch them just go, boom. That would be be the pinnacle, I think, of of this craft. But at the same time, I I do want to do events with you. You you know, you're bringing everyday people together and connecting them with flow. And and I've got, yeah, I've got got this sort of long-term concept, like the flow lies within us all. But we think flow Mm -hmm. is this, for the elite 1%, the Michael Jordan, the Steve Jobs Mm -hmm. on, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it may be. Well, I actually think we've all got flow. We just need to tap into our own unique flow. We can tap into it every day. I tap into some form of flow daily. Do I still crack the shits and sometimes curse or get a headache or have a quiet day? Absolutely. But do I get out of it really quick? Totally. 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 I love what you said there. Like it's, 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 not, it's not outside us in a way. I don't think it's out there. It's, it's, it's definitely in there. Yeah. It's all, we, we all have the light is what they say. You know, we're all from the same stardust. Yeah. So we're all part of that light. We've all got that same energy. We can still channel all that energy. We all just need an outlet to release and charge, release. And that's the fundamental of everything. Breath work is breathing in oxygen, out carbon. Water, hydrate, detox. Food is meant to nourish, cleanse. Like that's the way the life works. And when it doesn't work, we don't have that balance working in the body. I believe that's when we get in drugs, alcohol, addiction, imbalances. We need to keep that circle of life. Life, death summer winter night dark like it's all the same cycle and when we don't live in harmony with that same cycle guess what we start to go off course like that's that's my belief anyway man honestly i i I would just like listen to you like and and do have this conversation for like hours hours (laughs) hours hours hours. i love this this is you go forever yeah it's a cool thing about it because it never really ends so deep yeah Yeah. so deep like you and like i want to spend the next probably 10 years studying the Tao Te Ching, which is the which is the Bible of Taoism. And it's about living in harmony with nature. So I'm really, every, so this year I'm not reading another book. I'm only reading that or other people's interpretations of that book because I'm not actually intelligent enough to, to interpret it because it's, it's, like it's like a mystical poem, the Tao Te Ching. <laughs> yeah. like, anyone goes, I'm going to read the Tao Te Ching, it, unless you're really freaking smart, you just, <laughs> it's a gibberish. You wrote it. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. Wayne Dyer, Alan Watts, like these are just incredibly intelligent, tapped in people that yeah. can interpret it. And yeah. yeah, I think, and again, all the philosophies of being in flow are very aligned with being in flow state from an elite athlete point of totally. view. So the, the link, I can't believe more people haven't clearly joined the dot there. It's like very one, two, three, you know? 
maybe maybe they have, but never thought that it would become a you know socially acceptable thing. You know, maybe maybe, maybe we were. But again, you know, you have now and you brought it out and I think it's going to be incredible. Uh, Dave, last question. Second last question. What was something that someone said to you? Because uh, on your journey, I can just imagine some of the shit you would have, you, you would have copped. Uh-huh. What's something that someone said to you that really stuck with you? And you're like, and it might be back on what you said earlier about like that. that you know. Well, I think the current one, I won't mention names, but I know there's people that are like, oh, what's you doing now? You know, like as if it's a bad thing. So, and then they're in the fitness industry. So I'm kind of like, oh, I'm gonna <laughs> just we're gonna highlight. Well, yeah. We're gonna compare notes in okay, about yeah. two years. You know, I got you. Maybe next, listen into this podcast and take yeah. Yeah, definitely take some notes and get a couple get a couple of copies of that book um, for sure. That you're gonna get that, uh, Dave. This has been incredible, man. Thank you so much. Um, where do, where do, where does where do the people find what the, the program and the book? Um, how do they get it? Where do they get it from? How do they follow more of you? Yeah. Where, where do they just, find just that? Just jump on our business Instagram, Flow State with an eight method. So Flow State SD eight method on Insta, and, and you know we're only been we're only three days old, so but slowly building content, and um, it's going to be a content machine, and I'm looking forward to uh, yeah. And then we'll, we'll you go to that side, you get to the website, you'll you'll find your way to the Facebook community and yeah. and whatnot, and then and get the book yeah. from there as well. The books available there. Yeah, I got the links there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good, good. Dave, you're a legend. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Guys, make sure you go out there and follow Dave, follow Flow State, get a copy of the book. Um, you're going to absolutely love it. So again, man, thank you so much for uh, making the time and, and putting the effort in and, and giving so much and giving so much valuable content uh, and education here. I really appreciate it. Uh, I've taken tons of notes and I'm sure oh, the listeners have too. It's good, it's good fun. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, enjoy out there. Have an amazing day and I look forward to having you on the next episode. Bye for now.